I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is peak sexual marketplace value. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about another one of my favorite articles on dating, entitled Aspirational Pursuit of Mates and Online Dating Markets. For those who want to look it up, it appeared in the American Association for the Advancement of Science's peer-reviewed journal, Science Advances, in 2018, Volume 4, Issue 8. And there's a link to the article in the description. Now, this article is a little dense because it was actually written by non-psychologists. It was written by two University of Michigan professors, one of whom belongs to the Department of Sociology, and the other of whom belongs to the Department of Physics and the Study of Complex Systems, which I love because there are very few things in life as complex as dating. Now, before I unpack some of the results of this study, please remember to like this episode and subscribe to the channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it's how you can support me in my mission to deliver free, high-quality content to the world. Thanks for your help. So what was this study about? Basically, what these two guys did was they brought some really sophisticated statistical models to bear on millions of data points collected in four major markets over a one-month period on a popular dating app. They don't mention what the app is, but based on some of the other features mentioned in the article, I'm led to believe that it's probably Tinder. They also, strangely, don't indicate the sample size. However, they do note that the most popular person in that one-month period received a total of 1,504 messages during that time. And that's just one person in all of New York, Boston, Chicago, and Seattle. So very likely we're talking about millions of data points here, which would make the conclusions extremely robust. Now, what the researchers tried to do was to quantify desirability, which it turns out is fairly hard to do for a number of reasons. One is that men apparently initiate contact over 80% of the time. So you can't simply use who is being contacted as a metric of who is attractive as more desirable men received more responses from women than less desirable men. So what they did is they constructed this really complicated vector analysis that included data on the number and direction of contacts and responses and basically ranked everybody who used the app during that one month period in a given market from least to most attractive. This also allowed them to calculate the desirability gap between contactors and contactees, which in turn was factored into the analysis. This means that people were ranked as more desirable, not simply due to the fact that they got more messages or responses, but if they got more messages or responses from more desirable potential partners. It's a pretty nuanced and complicated algorithm. These guys are clearly big data dorks, and they were bringing their knowledge and expertise to bear on this really interesting problem. Here's one of the things that they discovered. To make sure I get it right, I'm just going to quote it directly from the paper. Here we go. Once we have our desirability scores, we can use them to identify characteristics of desirable users by comparing scores against various user attributes. As shown in figure two, for instance, average desirability varies with age for both men and women, although it varies more strongly for women, and the effects run in opposite directions. Older women are less desirable, while older men are more so. For women, this pattern holds over the full range of ages on the site. The average woman's desirability drops 
from the time she is 18 until she is 60. For men, desirability peaks around 50 and then declines." End quote. So what's the upshot? One way we can think about these results is as peak normalized sexual marketplace values. Apparently, according to men, a woman is at her peak sexual marketplace value when she is 18 years old, as demonstrated not only by the amount of male attention, but by the quality of male attention that she receives. On the other hand, according to women, a man is at his peak sexual marketplace value when he is 50 years old, as determined not only by the amount of female attention, but by the quality of female attention that he receives. Pretty incredible, huh? This is not an individual preference. This is data collected from hundreds of thousands of people of all ages and ethnicities across millions of data points. Data that were remarkably stable across four different and independent locations. That makes the research extremely powerful. I also really like this study because as a psychologist, I understand that there's a big difference between what people say publicly and what people do privately. And this article is examining behavior that is anonymous and private. It shows us how men and women express desire when they think that no one else is looking. So on some level, results like this are a lot more trustworthy than the kind of responses you tend to get when you ask people directly what they're attracted to. In the first place, people don't always know what they're attracted to. And in the second place, their public conscious reports are always distorted by social desirability biases. You can listen to what people say, but you need to look for behavioral confirmation subsequent to that disclosure. So again, according to this study, to men, women are most attractive at 18, and to women, men are most attractive at 50. Also, while female perceived attractiveness falls precipitously over the lifespan, male perceived attractiveness is fairly stable for about 20 years, from 40 to 60. I'm including an episode on this study to back up some of the responses I made to comments on my episode, Why Men Like Younger Women. Here's the data I was talking about. It's not just my personal opinion. And my next episode will take these results one step further to some fairly interesting conclusions. So stay tuned. What do you think? Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. And see the About tab for more information on donations, consultations, and sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.